Happy Aloha Friday, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. Uh, we made it. It's the end of the week, and we have an exciting show for you guys, something special to talk about, something that I take personal. So look, sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. Let's go. We in there. Our UH men's volleyball team are in the NCAA Finals. And this is where, for me, this, this is where it gets personal. Okay? We, we took care of business in the semis. Right? We avenged uh, our Big West tournament sort of like woes there. We didn't win that. UC Santa Barbara won that. They celebrated, you know, on our home court. Well... We swept them in the semis to get to where we are now, in the finals. And guess who we're playing? B-Y- Who? (laughs) Look, Brigham Young, that might be one of the longest rivalries between us and them in, in college sports. It doesn't matter what sport. At the University of Hawaii, you're playing. If you're playing BYU, your energy level rises a little bit more. Your blood, your blood starts boiling a little bit more. And you know, hey, I have nothing against them. I, I'm just, I was just joking when I said I take it personal, but it is a rivalry that that has been part of our history for years. So. Again, it doesn't matter in what sport. I, I was able to play them a few years while I was playing football, which is amazing. We all know that game back in 2001 at the Aloha Stadium. And those that were there in that, in that game, and you know what I'm talking about, you know that feeling. And look, it's a, it's, here, here it is again, but it's in the volleyball arena. Our men are playing for a national title, and I feel as if this is our time. This is our time. So, look, I just want to congratulate our men in making it. And, you know, some of you, I'm pretty sure coaches, you, you guys are starting to learn about this rivalry. There's a lot at stake here, but the number one goal is not who we're playing. It's, it's what we're playing for. It's that title. All right? It's for, it's for the seniors. It's for, it's for the coaches. It's for, the, it's for the program. It's for the fans. It's for everybody. So let's go out there tomorrow and take care of business. If you guys want to dive a little deeper into this story today, Jason Kanashira has it in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. So make sure you guys take a look. And um, let's go Bows. All right, real quick here. UH football, they wrapped spring, uh, a successful spring camp. This is the first time when the coach Todd Graham in just his second year that uh, they were able to participate in, in spring ball. Last year, due to COVID, no spring ball. This year, success. Little hiccup there, but for the most part, it was a, a success. And Stephen Sai has more details in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser highlighting that defense with Coach Trent Fig. He said that they've got all the schemes. They understand what's going on. They know what's expected. So this is, this is that, that sort of pre-practice mentally getting ready before, you know, before fall camp. Now all these guys, 
during the, the summer, during these off-season, uh, off-season training, they can go in. They can watch themselves in spring practice. They can, they can relate to what, what coach is talking about. They can see it because they, they see themselves in it. Right? They can go back to some of the games last year. Uh, so that's why this is such an exciting time for UH football. Right? New, new, new facilities being transformed. Uh, that's exciting stuff. So lots to look forward to for this program. Uh, and I'm excited uh, for when the fall rolls around. All right. On the national level, you know, we got the Olympics supposed to have taken place this year in Tokyo. Well, there's a petition right now where there's, I believe, over 10,000, tens of thousands of uh, sign, uh, signatures already to either cancel. I think that's the normal one, go to cancel this year's Olympics or postpone it. Uh, because of the rising um, cases in coronavirus in Japan. Only 2% of the population right now in Japan is vaccinated. And, you know, this is the Olympics. There's a lot of money that needs to be spent in order to prepare. I think they spent somewhere like $15 billion in preparation for this. And, you know, we, we know how it's like on the local front when things affect locally. Their locals are, are scared, right? They, they've already dished out so much money, and I'm sure that local economy took a hit uh, from having to, to fork out money somehow, some way to help, you know, pay for that. And knowing that only 2% of the population is vaccinated, there's all these variants that they're talking about. They're, they're worried that having Olympics there will, will not be good for their community. So, you know, they're talking about they need over 5,000 medical professionals to, to, to make this thing, uh, you know, a success. Over 500 extra nurses. I mean, what it's going to take to pull this off I think the question is, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is it worth the lives, um, you know, the locals, like even, even, the, even the athletes that are coming there? I'm pretty sure they're hesitant, knowing that they're going into an environment where cases are going up, only 2% of the population is vaccinated. Um, so, you know, something needs to, something needs to give here, and, and we'll, we'll be updating you as, as we no more as well. So, um, hey, stay safe out there. And, you know, I know locally here in Hawaii, we're doing our part. We're doing what we need to do so that we can continue to trend uh, in the right way. So I just want to shout all of you out for doing all the right things. Mahalo for that. I got your hat. <laughs> Look, this is getting ridiculous. Let me just take this thing, toss this out of here. Jake Paul... And Floyd Mayweather get into sort of a little argument, scuffle. Whether it was real states or not, this is getting ridiculous. The fight is between Logan Paul, right? Jake Paul's brother and Floyd Mayweather. That already is, is ridiculous. But, man, it's about, it's about making this money. And I just can't help. I've, I've talked about it before. You can't help but look at this situation and not think it's staged. They got to sell fights, right? They're, 
again, these are smart businessmen. That's my take on it. These are smart businessmen promoting the fight, doing what they need to do to get the media involved, to blow this thing up. It's all over Bleacher Report, um, you know, uh, ESPN Sports. This thing, it, it went viral. And, and that's, that's how you get paid today. You go viral. And so um, I just think, and, and, and Jake Paul, this dude's wild, man. If you guys not following this dude, I mean, it's comedy. He's wild. He went and tattooed on his leg. I got your hat with a little outline of, of Mayweather's hat. Um, yeah, it's wild. So I, look, I, I want to know what you guys think about uh, that situation, this fight, this whole trend that, that's happening right now in exhibition fights, uh, especially, you know, YouTubers versus real fighters. I don't, I don't know. I mean, let us know your thoughts. I think it's a little out of this world, but at the end of the day, these guys are getting paid. <laughs> Who cares, man? And people are, the people that are paying them are, are the viewers. The pay-per-view, people are paying to watch this entertainment. And that's just a small percentage of the globe, right? And that's all they're, that's all they're going for, right? Again, hey, hats, hats off to them for being smart businessmen. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little wild, though. I think, I, think, I think Logan Paul is getting... I don't know if he's going to get knocked out, but he's not. Yeah, this, we're talking about Floyd Mayweather here. And um, who knows? Maybe Floyd will take out Logan, and that same night, he'll fight the brother, Jake. We'll see. <laughs> and on a more serious note, um, the NFL's Jawan James, offensive lineman for the Denver Broncos, he tore his Achilles, right? Doing off-season workouts, but he wasn't at the Broncos facility. He was maybe at home because of the order that's being requested right now that the players stay away, right? Each team sort of has their um, protocols due to the pandemic, right? And, and look, you got to train, right? You got to stay in shape. So a lot of, and, and this is where it gets crazy. They're talking about there's a potential that he's going to lose out on $20 million, that's part of his contract. That's, that's his contract. But because he got injured away from the facility, the Broncos are, are trying to, you know, negate that. But the NFLPA is stepping in, and um, I don't think that's fair. That's crazy. And there's an uproar. Look, Patrick Mahomes stepped up. A bunch of players took to social media and, and, and it was basically backing Jawan. And it's like, so, so what are we supposed to do? Not work out? So they think it's, the thing is absurd. And here's what's crazy about it. The workout he was doing was provided by the team's strength coach. Yeah. So, so he's doing the same workout, but if he's doing the same workout, same drill, whatever it is he's doing, if he did that on Broncos, the Broncos facility at their weight room or whatever, he's covered. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. So again, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that we have an NFLPA, right? The National Football League Players Association 
They are there to fight for the players, stand for the players. And this isn't right. It's not right. You got a guy that's trying to prepare himself for you to, so that when he shows up, when it comes to training camp, game time, he's at his best. Injuries happen. It's part of the game. So, you know, you can't, you can't fault a guy for preparing and working for you. So, anyway, um, that's it. That's a, that's a tough one, but, you know, maybe as that story unfolds as well, we'll do a follow-up. Speedy recovery, brother. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And I want to just wish you a happy, happy weekend. Um, yeah, it was my son's 18th birthday uh, on the 6th, yesterday. Woo! Wow. Very special. Um, special moment. Sort of a... Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of in this space of man. I'm happy he's 18. I'm, you know, I'm happy he's entering that adulthood and his future is, you know, he's getting ready to go and do that. But at the same time, man, I, I miss my little boy. <laughs> so, yeah, we're gonna celebrate a little bit this weekend. Uh, we're gonna have some fun, and also my nephew, Kekoa, was also his birthday yesterday. Yeah, twin cousins. They were both born on the same day it was outrageous that's the story for another time but uh, again happy birthday to the two of you i love you both uh son cell phone bill is now due monthly i appreciate you anyway you guys enjoy the weekend and i'm gonna see you guys all on monday aloha <laughs>